When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On a serious note, he is as good as it gets when you're talking about China, Korea. Nobody better. He was uh, great on Fox News this morning. You can follow him on Gordon G. Chang. That's his Twitter name. And he's a magnificent guest on our show time and time again. He's my friend Gordon Chang. Gordon Bernie's out. It's Sid. How are you, pal? I'm fine, Sid, and thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome. It's great to have you. Uh, did I see this right, that Taiwan actually shooting missiles at Chinese drones. If that's true, what could possibly be the repercussions? Well, the possible repercussions are conflict between Taiwan and China that spreads. Um, Yes, on Tuesday, um, uh, Taiwan fired warning shots at Chinese drones that had crossed into uh, sovereign Taiwan airspace. Um, The drones returned to the mainland. Um, Technically, we don't know who they came from. But clearly, they were People's Liberation Army um, drones. And this is serious because what it says is that Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, is actually trying to provoke a war. He probably thinks he can get away with that without fighting. But nonetheless, we are seeing really dangerous maneuvers on his part, the type that normally do lead to conflict. You know, here in America, we follow all this stuff, Ukraine, Russia, the possibility, Gordon, of China, Taiwan. But all we're really concerned about, because we're pretty selfish here, is our kids. What does it mean for our kids? So if China and Taiwan, if that does escalate, right, and Ping decides to you know, ratchet up a notch, what does that mean in terms of possibility, probability of the United States getting involved in this? I think the probability of the United States getting involved is high. Uh, And we know that President Biden himself believes that the U.S. should defend Taiwan militarily. He said that on three occasions. His administration has walked those um, statements back, but it's clear what the president wants to do. And in any event, this is something the American people, I think, believe we should be doing. You know, we saw, um, for instance, Dean Acheson in 1950 saying we wouldn't defend South Korea. Well, we did it. In 1990, we said we wouldn't defend Kuwait. We did that as well. And I think Taiwan, we have an even greater um, motivation and incentive to defend Taiwan because we have vital, critical national security interests there. No, we do, and and a whole bunch of stuff that we need for our computers to work here in the United States. But uh, on a serious note, me and Bernie keep going back and forth. Bernie's like, let me tell you something. If we go to war with China, we're dead. This woke army of ours and Millie and Biden, I'm like, Bernie, 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 uh, maybe we're not at our best. I'll give you that. But we're still the most potent army in the world. How does Gordon Shank feel about the United States' chances up against China? Quite frankly, anybody in the world today. Yeah, I, I do agree. We have the best military in the world. It's not as good as it appears, um, Sid. Um, and it's, it's not just the issue of wokeness. It's also uh, the Navy has been broken for quite some time, for about a decade. The Air Force is not in great shape either. Um, and these are issues that go well beyond uh, the current uh, political matters of the day. But the United States has a better military than China. China knows it. 
And the th- reason why I'm concerned is that China, to win, probably thinks it has to use its nuclear weapons uh, at an early stage of conflict. And that means um, this could get out of hand very fast. Oh, my God. He's, that sounds terrible. Uh, agree or disagree? Donald Trump is president. This never happens. I agree with that. Um, the Chinese didn't want to take Trump on, and neither did Putin, for that matter. You know, the Russians uh, took Crimea in 2014 when Obama was president. Um, they invaded the rest of Ukraine this year while Biden was president. You know, say what you will about Trump's Russia policy. And there are a lot of things I did not like about it. But nonetheless, he kept the peace for four years. And that's the same thing with the Chinese. I think the Chinese looked at Trump. They didn't know what he was going to do. They couldn't predict him. And that meant that they were not going to actually try something. And yet we've got a president now who may be compromised because of the business dealings with his son, whether it's China, Ukraine, Russia. And I know, Gordon Chang, because I follow you and you're the smartest guy I know, that he's kind of going back and forth on whether or not to ease tariffs uh, in China. Uh, A, what do you think about that, uh, you know, battle in his brain? And B, what do you think he does? I think he actually keeps the tariffs in place. And that's just a guess. And the reason is that China has become such a bad actor um, that it would be very difficult to give any break to China as big as the tariffs. Um, I know there's a lot of pressure in Washington right now um, to uh, waive the tariffs or to uh, reduce them in some way. Uh, There's, you know, businesses like Walmart want to do that. Wall Street certainly would like it. Um, But I think the American people would not take kindly to that. And indeed, we shouldn't because it is not going to ease inflation. Producer uh, sellers don't drop their prices when their costs go down. In other words, when the tariffs come off, they drop their prices when demand goes down. Right. And right now, demand for goods is high because of inflation and all the rest of it. Gordon Chang, follow Gordon on Twitter, Gordon G. Chang. So when I have discussions with regular people, because Gordon, you understand, I'm not Hannity, I'm not Limbaugh. I didn't do politics my whole life. I did sports. And then one day I woke up and I started to realize, oh, my God, the world's in trouble. And I started talking just as much about politics as I was Eli Manning and Carmelo Anthony. And the next thing you know, here I am in New York hosting the number one rated political talk show in the country because I think the common guy relates to me. I don't know everything. That's why guys like you are so important to me and Bernie on a show like this. But the regular guy is saying to me, Sid, if we get any kind of battle with China, militarily or not, we're in trouble. They make all of our antibiotics, uh, batteries, and all these things that are made in China. We're not going to be able to get them. And how do I ease their concerns when they say something like that? Yeah, No, you're absolutely right about it. And I'm just a regular guy as well. Um, the thing is that we have had an elite in our country who thought it would be a good idea to outsource critical manufacturing capabilities to China. We just need to bring that back. And, yeah, uh, any war, any conflict with China, maybe even any tension with China means that China will cut off things that Americans absolutely need. And so what we need to do is bring our factories back. It's, it's just the regular guy solution to what appears to be a complex problem. But why are we waiting? I mean, I guess Donald Trump maybe had plans of doing that if you had another four years. But what are we waiting for? Bring them back. We should have done this years and years ago. 
to me, it's inexplicable, and it shows that the American political class is not protecting our country. And it's not just the issue of leaving our pharmaceutical industry in China. There's so many other things. The American people just need to take back their political system. And it's just so critical on November 8th, whether you're a Republican or Democrat. Um, we just need some common sense solutions in Washington. And they're just the smart people, the really smart people, said they're getting it 100 percent wrong. They really are. So, you know, you talk about voting on November the 8th, taking our state back, hopefully Gordon Chang with Lee Zeldin, taking our country back, hopefully with Donald Trump. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe on October 16th, communist China has themselves a big election day. And Ping is looking to win his third consecutive term. And is it possible, maybe just maybe, that this conflict uh, conflict with Taiwan is one of his... I guess uh, one of his uh, pieces in making the Chinese people think he's the right guy to serve that third consecutive term. That's the really great concern that Americans should be having right now. Um, In the middle of October, the Communist Party will start its 20th National Congress. National Congresses these days are held once every five years. As you say, Xi Jinping wants an unprecedented third term as the Communist Party's general secretary, in other words, the ruler of China. And you got to say, I don't know what's in Xi Jinping's mind, but the point is, while we're in the run-up to the Chinese political system, we also have China acting extremely provocatively. we got real problems in China itself. We know that Xi Jinping is held responsible for them. And one of the ways for him to get out of this, as a matter of fact, maybe the only way, is to pick on some foreign country, Taiwan, India, Japan, Philippines, the United States. So this is an extraordinarily dangerous period. And I think President Biden has an obligation to talk to the American people about what's going on because it looks really serious. Wow. You really, I mean, this is a scary, tremendous but scary conversation, Gordon. Uh, Do you know if there's, um, this may be a very tough question, but is there a moderate, I guess, is there somebody running against Ping in China that has a chance or is this basically like Putin, basically done? Yeah, I think it's basically done, but I don't know. You know, if you talk to the overwhelming majority of China watchers, they believe that Xi Jinping will get his third term. But the one thing we know, Sid, is that the Chinese political system has become less transparent over time. So most people, including me, are just guessing. Um, But the point is, we know this is an intensely political season in China. We do see symptoms of intense infighting at the top of the Communist Party. We know Xi Jinping has been able to consolidate his power. You put all those things together and you can come to conclusions. But the point is, this is a China which is very volatile right now. And we don't have a good understanding of what's going on. And that's why Xi Jinping or somebody else can take us by surprise. And the last thing is, it does not appear that there is a moderate in the Communist Party who has sufficient political clout to challenge Xi Jinping. You know, you are a tremendous, tremendous analyst when it comes to uh, Asia and all these other countries. And you know what's going on, and you're very, very bright. But listen, everybody tends to get a little dramatic, right, in their delivery when it comes to stuff like this. This conversation, 13 minutes long, was so informative, yet again, Gordon Chang, very, very scary. Was this Gordon Chang being a little dramatic to help my ratings, morning radio in New York City, or should we really be this concerned about the future with China? 
we really should be this concerned about the future with China because we know that inside China, not only is Xi Jinping involved in this biggest military buildup since the Second World War, he's also mobilizing the Chinese people to go to war. Um, as I uh, mentioned uh, this morning on Fox, we know that the Communist Party is going to factory owners, private entrepreneurs. They're going to factory owners and saying, you're not making goods for consumers anymore. You're going to make stuff for the war effort. And we also know the Communist Party is now running a lot of factories, once privately owned, because the factory owners have left. They have abandoned their facilities because they don't want to stick around for Xi Jinping's war. That's a sign to us. And although, you know, people may not think that we're close to war, um, we do know the conditions for war are in place and that the only thing missing, Sid, is a spark. And we know that Xi Jinping is busy producing sparks. Last one. If, in fact, something happens with China, some type of military issue, or worse, they stop sending us what we need, is it as simple as it's Joe Biden's fault? Um, Joe Biden is at fault, um, and all of his predecessors, for varied, in varying degrees, are also at fault um, for not taking precautions in the face of obvious dangers. But Biden is, I think, more responsible than most because he's around to watch this. He's also created the debacle in Afghanistan, the failure to deter Ukraine, uh, Putin in Ukraine. The Chinese have watched both of those failures and believe that they can now move themselves. That makes Biden more responsible than his predecessors. But clearly, previous presidents should have done things that they haven't done. I'm surprised that our little friend in um, Korea, North Korea, hasn't started to do more based upon his ineptitude, Biden, when it comes to these other countries. Yeah, Kim Jong-un has been quiet. And I think the reason is that uh, he's been dealing with massive COVID outbreaks over the last couple of years. And that has really stopped his regime from doing other things. We know that they are preparing for a seventh nuclear test. Uh, many people, including me, think it's going to happen soon. We could be wrong about that, and I'm usually wrong about the timing of North Korean tests, but the point is um, um, those satellite watchers have seen indications that the North Koreans are about to detonate a nuke. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, uh, again, I can't thank you enough. What an incredible, informative, and uh, scary but great conversation. Thank you so much, Gordon. You're always terrific. Thank you. Stay safe. We'll talk again very soon. Thank you, Sid. And you stay safe as well. You too. What a great job. Man, that's scary, though. I mean, I asked him twice. Are you just trying to get my ratings up? Or is this? No, 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 no. This is serious stuff. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.